So I'm going to go ahead and play about a 10-minute clip here from a recent interview with Dave Hodges and Steve Quayle. Now, I know you you just said, well, you were just, you know, saying how they're not calling Trump out. Yeah, there's still things that you can glean, though, from them. Now, they won't call Trump out in the, in the first, the reason I'm starting at the 934 mark is because up until this point, it's just been all advertising for stuff that either conferences they wanted you to go to or stuff they're trying to sell you, okay? So I had to get through that first, and now we can actually, I'm going to play about around 10 minutes of this interview and i entitled this chai comms are also staging in northern mexico for the coming u.s invasion and we've already talked about this some and this will kind of give us a little bit more insight on that particular subject so let me make sure the volume's good here let's see tonight even as we're on your show you know uh, recording this that most people are still asleep yeah. So, you know, I, I just want to dig right in wherever you want me to go. Well, well Steve, it's interesting because what I covered uh, some weeks ago when I pre-recorded for the conference. these And what's so ironic is he, some people are still asleep, yet they are totally asleep about Trump. They won't say anything about him at all. They'll, they'll praise him. They'll say he's, 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 you know, trying to do the best he can do in, in a bad situation. But they won't. That's it. That's about all they'll say. I talked about are unfolding in greater depth right now right now today and i just I, I i told my wife the other day i just said i couldn't have been more prophetic but it was accidentally so i don't take any credit for it but i don't know if god was guiding the message or what but my gosh the the stuff that's happening in canada and in mexico incredible well let me start off with just um a, a statement that i said to you before we came on air and uh, I interviewed uh, Sam, Pastor Sam Arnold today on my TV show for uh, release. I believe it's tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, it, it is tomorrow. So what Sam told me was about two Mexican states. I can't remember one of them. It's Tam something. It's, uh, it's on the uh, Texas-Mexican border. The other one's Chihuahua, uh, the Arizona border, uh, the state of Sonora. And they've been taken over by the cartels and corrupt governors and the Chinese are behind the cartels and the cartels are all mechanized. And I've seen this going back weeks where the Mexican media actually covered mechanized units that are run by the cartels now with heavy weapons. And we don't hear a word of it here in America. And there was a plan from the cartels directed by the Chinese when AMLO pivoted towards America and is taking Trump aid to fight against the cartels that uh, the cartels were going to attack every armory in every state in Mexico and start a civil war, and Trump's intelligence found out about it. War and again, this is all under the guise of convincing you to believe that Trump is good. He's doing this, he's fighting for our country and all of these other... Then he's doing all this other stuff to totally destroy it, though, that they'll ignore. But they'll, they'll, they'll look at the alliance that Trump has with AMLO and say, see, that proves he's fighting for us and he's... Well, there are different factions of the Illuminati. I've said this before. And there are competing factions. And the one Trump represents is primarily the Illuminati, high Illuminati Zionists, like the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and those types, the Synagogue of Satan Kabbalists. And then there's the other faction, which is more the Obamas, the Bushes, the Clintons, that are heavily, heavily um, linked up with the Chicoms and these types of things. So from that standpoint, yeah, there, but this is more about warring factions of the Illuminati than it is about good versus evil type of thing. And that's something that's always really important to, to um, understand. At the end of the day, it's theater. The AMLO, and they were able to stop it. 
but Mexico's teetering on civil war because at stake is China needs um, a landing platform, a staging area to launch the Red Dawn invasion from Mexico, and AMLO's not on board. Well, I think, Dave, and again, people need to understand this. The reason we say this every time we're together is because, ladies and gentlemen, different people contact Dave, different people contact me. But one of the things that's interesting is, again, the correlation all of all the incoming data, the troop movements, etc. These are coming from real people. And I think what needs to be understood is the Chinese have a beachhead already in Mexico. I talked to a former mafia member of uh, Mexico who told me, yes, Steve, it's true. They're coming into the uh, of Baja Peninsula and the ports down there. They're moving vast amounts. And he said thousands of containerfuls. Now, remember, Dave, this is a former mafia member, Mexican mafia, okay? Guy got saved, came to Jesus, and is telling people, you know, you better wake up to the times. And by the way, he, um, you know, he's just been an exemplary guy. I've never found anything that he said that isn't true. Saying that, then the sources that have been contacting me said, China is doing exactly what you just were told by that pastor. In essence, they're arming both sides of the equation to get the gangs to kill each other off. We've seen El Chapo's uh, army is taking on the, the, the ruling gang, and I forget its name. But here's what people have got to understand. We're in a pinzer movement right now against the United States. We do really have troops. You and I caught a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, denial. I'll be very nice tonight. But a lot of <laughs> denial from uh, the people that they're not Chinese in uh, Canada. Well, we put up the videos of them marching. And FYI, ladies and gentlemen, there are still people out in, and wonderful Canadians that see it happening. And I physically talked to a man that was at one of the ports when he was on the phone to me. And he said point blank. And by the way, I validated he really was who he said he was. And the thing is, is that the Chinese were coming in by ship because Trudeau gave them eminent domain. That simply means that all of their uh, ownership of properties in Canada they have the right to defend those, and they own those. And the biggest thing that Canada has to offer China is plenty of... So they're, they're planning on taking away all the assets, the property and assets of all real Canadians, but now they're, Trudeau's giving Chinese, the Chinese eminent domain. He's giving them land to, that they defend like it's their own. So that's the, that's the thing that you're seeing there. And plenty of water, fresh water. So the fresh water of the Canadians, they may not believe it, but that's already being dealt away to China. Right. Now, we got to talk and we've reported on that. about China because, ladies and gentlemen, right now, a typhoon that would be a Category 6 is off the Hong Kong area, headed into the mainland. The Three Gorges Dam, which we've been hearing over and over and over, and I've been one of the guys saying this, hey, look, there are engineering reports coming that it already has cracks in them. So if the Three Gorges Dam goes, first of all, by, by uh, just too much water pressure and wind, and they, it cracks up, literally, well, then 500 million Chinese are in harm's way. Also, 70% of the Chinese manufacturing is downriver from Three Gorges, and also, I think, eight reactors, nuclear reactors. So Xi uh, is on record, the prime minister of China, yeah, President China, whatever, is saying that they would consider that a time they would have to uh, expect maximum attack on that. So now here's where it gets interesting. 
India and China are going at it. Last week, India shot down five Chinese J-20 fighters. People don't hear that in the mainstream press. It's covered up. Taiwan has taken down Chinese aircraft that have entered into its airspace. They claim it's a, you know, a technical faults and blah, blah, blah. Also, Japan has taken out two uh, Chinese fighters up on the northern end of their island chain where they have a lot of their, quote, military assets, research, etc. China is going to have to front, front, excuse me, and fight a four-front war. And India has already told them, point blank, them being China, that they have targeted three gorges with hypersonic missiles. Uh, I'm told by the people that monitor this stuff they, that India has moved hypersonic missiles and nuclear hypersonic missiles into their front lines or onto their front lines. I also want people to know that Japan's not kidding. Taiwan is critical. It's one of the most important semiconducting manufacturing uh, places in the world. They got stuff in, and some people say, I thought it was South Korea. No, it's Taiwan. Taiwan is ready, and they know that they're, they're not being intimidated anymore, Dave. And so there is an alliance forming, and Japan has the most quiet submarines in the world now due to the advances of their batteries. And I want people to understand something. Even though Japan has had a very, pretty much by world standards, small defense budget, they have been effective, and they have what one person said, Steve, their level of technology is beyond brilliant. That's the word, beyond brilliant. I said, well, I wouldn't mind, it wouldn't surprise me if they got functioning transformers, uh, and like literally, you know, giant robots like Pacific Rim. The bottom line is, is that everything is being probed. The Chinese have been probing off the Hawaiian Islands, specifically Kauai, which is a Pacific Missile Theater range, Barking Sands. They have been obviously uh, data capturing off of uh, Oahu and the whole uh, military complex there. They have submarines. And, and see, here's what's happening, Dave. People still think in terms of external invasion of the United States if we go to war. They have no clue of the amount of politicians on both sides of the fence that are bought off by the Chinese. Look, we did it to the Iraqi generals and that whole shock and awe thing. So the point is, is that there are so many people, and it's my, and I've been told this by multiple people, it's the whole reason for the Russia dossier, fake, steel, i.e. the whole Russian hoax, was to put the eyes on Russia, I'm not giving Russia a pass, I'm just saying, and take them off of China. Mm -hmm. And so we know that there are literal politicians that are on the Chinese payroll, even today, as we are talking about these subjects. We're talking, and again, I want to put it in perspective, 2 to 2.5 million Chinese ready, both in Canada, Mexico, and the U.S. And I just looked it up. Our U.S. military right now, and this is where it's interesting. Uh, you know, we've got, I think, 1.3 million men under arms and about 800,000 in the uh, reserve. So we've got maybe 2.1 million. But, of course, it's one thing when you have to call up the reserves, get them armed, get them uh, set. There's another thing when you have a standing army with their orders. And this is who's – now here's where it gets interesting. Remember that the overthrow of the Bolshevik Revolution of Russia, Soviet Union – the bottom line is, is that we're watching the same, if you will, operational procedure. We're watching, in essence, Solowinsky's rule for radicals. We're watching. Okay, so that gets into a whole bunch of Trump praise after this. So I just want to kind of give you that 
little bit of uh, information there, a little bit more on the uh, the Chicoms in northern Mexico and just some other things that, you know, there's so many volatile things. I mean, Jesus said there's going to be wars and rumors of wars and, and these types of things, and this is the beginning of sorrows, earthquakes in diverse places, plagues and pestilences in Matthew 24. And so this is just kind of getting this all kicked off. Um, the next report is um, from Natural News. Radical left-wing group posts battle plans to unleash mass chaos and shoot Trump supporters in the streets if Trump wins the election. Uh, radical left-wing group that claims it is working to stop the violent white supremacist machine that is the Trump administration and its supporters has posted a Google document containing detailed battle plans to take down the U.S. infrastructure and bring the nation to its knees following another Trump victory. Now, I'm not saying this just because they're saying it. I've been warning about this for months at this point from multiple different sources that the election was going to be pivotal and that that was when a lot of this was probably really going to go get kicked off. The battle plans are posted in a document entitled Stopping the Coup. I give you a link to it here which was distributed by a group called Shutdown DC. Breibart News explains the contents of the document. It cast its plans for disruption as a response to an imagined coup by the president in the case of a close election. In an email promoting the guide, Shutdown DC declares prevent, preventing Donald Trump from stealing the election and remaining in office is likely to take mass, sustained, disruptive movements all over the country. Now, remember, they're writing this from right-left paradigm. Okay, um, the left is writing from a right-left paradigm. The right, meaning Mike Adams here, is writing from a right-left paradigm. I'm saying it's already been predetermined, but this is all part of the theater that we can expect and the, and the excuse for why things are going to go so crazy and ballistic and chaotic, most likely, around and during and after the elections. So, it goes on to say, uh, um, the guide is a manual to that disruption, meaning... A disruption from um, preventing Donald Trump from stealing the election in their eyes. Parts of the guide are committed to ensuring a fair election. Parts of it, however, read like a manual for staging a coup rather than a guide to preventing one. The guide's actions are consistent with detailed descriptions of anticipated left-wing terrorism that I described in Mike Adams in a recent article entitled Likely Timeline of Events to Take Place from September 20th to January 20th. Now, I've mentioned that document before. It's too gigantic to really go over in the study. I'd have to almost devote a couple parts to it. But i give you the link to that if you'd like to see it. That article declared that immediately after the election, the Democrats will likely activate their full-blown chaos agenda to throw the country into mass chaos, making any accurate counting of remaining votes almost impossible. This will likely begin the so-called zero-day attacks that target key infrastructure, including power grid, telecommunications, transporters, and water supplies. Now, imagine all this is going on in the midst of now we're going to be getting into the second COVID-19, going into COVID-21 thing that we mentioned. And then probably who knows how many other agendas at the same time. And this is, this is the whole concept of the order out of chaos that they're trying to bring. Maximum shock and awe to wear you down. Because you're going to be trying to deal with so many different things at once. I mean, it's bad enough right now, but I really got to believe if they're able to, to pull this stuff off, it's going to, we're just only seeing the beginning of this. And um, just, again, keep your eyes fixed on the Lord Jesus Christ because um, 
we've got some really wild times most likely ahead of us here uh then he goes on to say these attacks will plunge many areas of america into extreme chaos and lead to exploding to an exploding crisis scenarios that will quickly escalate into panic among the populations of certain cities where the attacks are focused in concert with the zero day attacks left-wing insurrectionists will be given the go signal to flood into the streets violently attacking trump supporters with full forces of weapons that have been smuggled into the hands of black lives matter terrorists via communist china which is providing heavy weapons to the u.s insurrectionists full auto battle rifles rpgs mortars and more now again that's yeah that's true it's part of the theater but it is true and and so uh i've reported on that over and over just you know what we're talking about here the shutdown dc document promotes exactly this scenario advocating broad-based direct action in the streets at the sites of power here's a section directly from this report uh, and it says in con- in the context of a coup or highly contested election we need to be clear that our actions must directly affect the structures and pillars of power our largest asset in this regard utilizes the ideas of non-compliance through massive broad-based direct action where we can we need to be in the streets on the highways or at the sites of power and power holders um and again this is kind of also a warning you know to my listeners from now on leading and increasingly i mean we've got halloween coming up you've got that whole scenario of, of the satanic holidays at play only god knows what could happen between now and then and then you have the election you have this open agenda that they're openly announcing with like black lives matter and antifa and these others you've got the china it just increasingly from here on out just be very aware of your surroundings and and very aware that you know things could go sideways very quickly and you know to try to really put yourself in a position of safety whenever possible you know to um the prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself but the simple pass on and are punished like what the word of god says going back to this report it says in our jobs and lives we must refuse to allow those taking control of the legitimacy of the power they seek through strikes slowdowns and boycotts and public refusal to accept an illegitimate ruling party now they're saying this about trump okay and trump's side will be saying it about them you know so the group's tactics also clearly include targeting the military and the media to turn against the u.s constitution and side with the people it suggests that activists ponder new ways to bring the country to its knees and disrupt normal day-to-day activities i mean these guys are slime bags and they're going to do whatever it takes in order to try to create as much chaos as possible as breibart then explains the guide also says that activists plan on physically protecting the vote count from counter protesters federal agents or white supremacist militias always have to play the race card the guide indicates that activists intend to demand that no winner be announced until every vote is counted and that they will launch a mass coordinated action to that end if president trump is declared the winner on election night the shutdown dc group calls for violent attacks against anyone supporting trump's victory so understand that you you want to i mean probably is wise to be um you know very like out of harm's way 
the day of the election in particular and that night you know it's not the time to plan for a you know a vacation away from home is what i'm saying uh, unless that's where God leads you or whatever. Trump may try to declare himself the victor before the votes are counted or Fox News might call the race. Those who can should be prepared to take action against those who are feeding into the stolen election narrative. Yeah, because Biden really has got a, a snowball's chance and you know what of really actually winning this election with, when he can't even turn out 20 supporters to an actual whatever, okay? I mean, come on, give me a break. But... This, in, this includes uh, social media companies that are letting falsehoods or incitements to violence spread. The document repeatedly calls for direct action, i.e. violence, shootings, arson, etc. against Trump supporters. So they're going to be coming to kill you if they perceive you as a, even that you may not be, if you're perceived as, if you're white and you're perceived as middle class, conservative, you're probably on their target list, is all I'm saying. You know, I don't know. It, it depends who you might potentially interact with. But, um, you know, I, I don't know how far this is going to be taken. I don't know how bad it's going to get. I don't know if it's going to turn into something like The Purge or whatever like they had on TV or whatever. But, you know, I think that from a satanic standpoint, they would love that scenario. Uh, the document, yeah, repeatedly calls for direct action, violence, shootings, arson, etc. against Trump supporters, both at individual and corporate levels. Remember, these people are also cowards, so they love to get people isolated away from their support group or any group that could defend them. Just like a, you know, I don't know, they, they like to separate you, okay? So that's another tactic that they use because they are cowards at the end of the day. I've seen enough videos of these people in action to know that that's the case. In the end, the actual electorate might be split. Half truly believing that Trump was elected legally and half knowing that he was not. It is, it is in this muddled context of legal and political wrangling that we must take action. Now, this is coming from the, uh, that, that side, the, you know, the left. We cannot wait to see how the chips fall. That will only ensure more power for the violent white supremacist machine. Oh, play the race card. Yeah, that is the Trump administration and its supporters. Then Breibart explains the document appears to be the product of a group called Disruption Project, whose website describes itself as dedicated to supporting uprisings, resistance, and mass direct action. Shutdown DC's website indicates that it expects Trump to be forced from office. Uh... Well, that's what Pelosi and them were saying, okay? So it's clear these radical leftists seek to take down America via mass chaos, arson, shootings, and other forms of violence. No doubt carrying out bombings and other tactics of mayhem that will help them achieve their goals of disrupting the counting of the votes and restoring the rule of law. And if Trump won't act to defend this nation, because Mike Adams was saying Trump is very reluctant to do anything about this until after the election, because... He feels it may hurt his election chances. It, it may come off as racist. Okay. So that's the excuse, at least, that's being put out there. What it's going to do is, is allow them to do whatever they want for a time period and kill and maim for a time period. And then after the election, when Trump declare, when Trump is declared the victor, then he can come in and let's see if he does it. I don't know. But then he can come in and, and um, really bring down the draconian whatever and that might also bring us into martial law as well you know could I, again I, I don't know exactly how this is all going to play i'm just giving you different scenarios uh going further once the election is over 
the patience of the American patriots who have put up with the escalating violence and mayhem of left-wing nut jobs will have come to an end. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure the patience will see what happens. I don't know. I don't know. But that's one scenario. Then I got this from a listener. Now, I'm keeping him totally anonymous here. So some of the things I've kind of left out as far as locations and things like this, exact locations, but this is regarding the impending attacks. Uh, he says, I'll make this as brief as I can. I was just contacted by a fellow Christian asking me if I was aware of any active U.S. Army Special Forces or SF Special Forces units or Marine MARSOC Special Forces in my area. I'm near and I redacted the the town that he put but i just left arizona so i didn't make it any more specific than i'm near redacted town arizona reason being is we are both in the local area i work with the u.s army as a contractor on an isr program and have contacts with the intelligence community the main reason for his call was to notify me that an ex-Marsoc buddy, meaning ex-Marine Special Forces buddy of his, called to let him know that he was contacted by Special Forces members um, to take part in eliminating any Trump supporters. What? He was told there will be roving vehicle three-man teams looking to eliminate Trump supporters. This is taking place in December. Now, I don't know why they would wait so long after the election when we know there's going to be groups on the streets looking to do the same thing. I just read you their, their battle plan. But see, wouldn't you want to go with them, disguise yourselves as Antifa or Black Lives Matter in these three-man roving teams and therefore come under that guys maybe maybe it will have gotten way worse by december who knows i don't know i don't know why they would i would think it would be after the election would make more sense to do this so i i don't understand that part a lot to pray about here <laughs> when asked if he said they're they are in league when asked he said they are in league with antifa now this would be evidently certain aspects of our military that are more on the side of, um, I guess, the West Coast Democrats, like Pelosi and Gavin Newsom and Chuck Schumer and those types of people that want to bring in order out of chaos, that want Biden and Camilla Harris in there. I understand this is all theater. I get it. But certain factions of our military, you got to believe, are yoked up with that. Okay? Uh the only sense this makes to me, if it is true, is that they are already they are already planning for a Trump win and are preparing for all-out chaos. Now, what was the tone of what I just read you and the Adam the, the thing that we read you right from the battle plan of the bad guys, what they're gonna do? Well, doesn't the tone of that sound like they're expecting to lose? Why would they why would they go out and kill the Trump supporters in anger? and make up all these scenarios they don't sound very confident that they're gonna win with what i read you do they i mean it didn't come that didn't come across to me at all it sounds like they're preparing to lose they're gonna say trump stole it 
and that's going to be their excuse but that's the tone okay and in that scenario you're going to have a lot and especially after drudge and cnn and all of these other lamestream prostitute medias have been brainwashing everybody to think that it's going to be a landslide for biden then they're really going to be mad when that doesn't happen because then in their own minds they're going to say trump rigged it for sure look at what drudge said he only had a nine percent chance of winning and he won no i don't believe it now i'm going to really go kill everybody in their mind it's going to solidify the corruption of trump is what i'm telling you so see both sides are being stoked right now and primed for what we're going to be seeing in november and december and only god knows how long it will continue and that's in light of all the other stuff that could pop off you know the chai comms in british columbia and in mexico that fun scenario so many other scenarios potentially earthquakes you know on the west coast who knows who knows but yeah um to me it, it, and it says if it's true they are already planning for a trump win and preparing for all-out chaos yeah that's what i've been saying that would make more sense and again he's doing such a good job for satan why would they really want him out there now i understand if there's a competing faction of the illuminati that doesn't want trump in there they may truly be trying to get him out of there that's true that is true but at the end of the day i gotta believe that the upper echelon of the Illuminati is truly going to be the one that decides who's in and who's out. And I believe they pre-selected Trump just like they did four years ago. There may be a lot of people in the Illuminati that don't like it, but it doesn't matter. Tough, you know, type of thing. But you'll do your part playing this theater so that we can bring the New World Order out of this chaos. And as a reward, you'll be able to go kill, steal, rape, pillage a whole bunch of people. You're still not, it's still not going to be the desired outcome you maybe like on the left, but still you'll be able to do a lot of horrific damage to people and, and serve Satan in that regard. Then it goes on to say, this was a very odd conversation. He did mention that they're going after mostly the white, the privileged whites. Now I've been saying that as well. The ex 32nd degree Freemason Jeremy that was interviewed that I played on two or three different occasions said that when you see the blacks, and the Black Lives Matter people, and a lot of them are white, go into the white neighborhoods, more probably middle to upper middle class, white neighborhoods, and you see them start kicking in the doors, that's when things are really going to go crazy. And that is, I mean, is that the time that it's going to happen? I don't know, but it would probably be the, make the most sense. They're going to go after privileged whites driving around and shooting them on sight. So again, so I was saying, regarding that time frame, you know, have your head on a swivel, be, you know, just understand you've been warned regarding this. Now, I'm not saying God can't protect you, but it would probably be prudent to be close to home. And if you travel, travel in groups and don't go too far away and, and have all your stuff prepped and topped off now if you can so that you know if you have to be in and again i hate to say lockdown but if you have to be in more of a, of a hunkered down situation you have that ability to do that 
okay? Uh, and then it goes on to say, not sure if you've heard of anything of this nature, not sure how true this is. Again, so I'm not saying this is 100% gospel fact here, but it would have a tendency to line up with a lot of the stuff I've covered in the past four to five months, including today's teaching. It's one more wrinkle in the ways that things could go down, okay? So, hey, listen, they were, when, when that thing happened in um, was it Wisconsin, there were guys that were police officers that I reported on. They were in plain clothes and they were identified as police officers by, by facial recognition, essentially. And they were out there um, at, the, at the head of the chaos, breaking windows and doing all kinds of stuff, trying to get things stoked up. So why is this something, and that they were on the side of Black Lives Matter. So why would this be so hard to believe? It's already being done. Okay? Um, just wanted to reach out to see if you've heard of anything like this. Well, not specifically exactly that, no. But I also felt that, I'm going to go ahead and read that little paragraph to you, just so you have a heads up in case it does happen. Because knowing they've already done this, knowing that the, that, Police and, and some, I think even in military, have already been doing this. I've reported on it much in the last four to five, six months, where you've had like the, you know, all the, the social justice riots or whatever over the, the dead porn star guy, you know, that started then and then the George Floyd thing and then progressed. Um, all right, let's go further. On October 12th, we reported that the federal government was warning was warning industry to prepare for a possible grid down situation we have now gotten more information the oil and gas lobbying folks in washington dc have confirmed insider information that the government is repeatedly almost urgently warning key manufacturing sectors to quote immediately prepare for a grid down scenario especially a communications grid down situation in the two and a half days since the original story was published here, and he gives a link, the warnings to the industry have not only continued, they have taken on an air of urgency. Okay. Um, <clears throat> from a source they have, the oil and gas lobbies in D.C. evidently have insider information of a likely grid-down failure coming soon. Now, can you imagine if you've got a grid-down scenario going on at the same time this stuff starts to pop off in like the next couple months? I mean, I've said when they finally really pull the trigger, they're going to want maximum shock and awe. I've been saying that for years. They're, they're going to want maximum order out of chaos. They're going to want you maximally feeling helpless and overwhelmed. Okay? So that they know that if they can pull that off, that they're going to get much higher compliance than if things are just all going smooth. And everybody's kind of happy, you know. But if they can do it, I mean, and just have one thing after another after another going off. And this is on the heels of, of this whole COVID-19 garbage lockdown thing and all the other things that I've mentioned. People are already, you know, the tons of people have lost their jobs and businesses have shut down and, and people are sick of the lockdowns and sick of the masks and, and all these things, worrying about paying bills and all this other stuff. So, see... All that's been by design on purpose to get us to this point where then they'll really hammer us, most likely. If, you know, 
it's in God's hands, but if, if the Lord permits it, you know, this is how the New World Order wants to, like, the, the phoenix rising out of the ashes. They want to destroy the Old World Order, and the phoenix then will rise out of its own ashes, and that'll be the New World Order. So they're going to try to burn this system down to get us to the, to the next one. Um, going further here, I'll just read that last sentence again. The gas and oil lobbies in D.C. evidently have an in insider information of a likely grid-down failure coming very soon. It could be only a power failure or worse. It could be a full communications failure. The grid, they don't know. The alerts, I mean, I'm still seeing stuff about the potential for um, meteorites and, and uh, EMPs from space and there's so many different scenarios. I'm not going to report on all of those unless I've got more information. But there's a lot of different ways. Or just like an EMP over America from like China or somebody type of thing. Um, okay, so the alerts her company and others in the industry are getting are urging companies to make immediate preparations to mitigate these crises so that they can continue to operate. My friend, who by the way was the lead developer of the very first trading systems for Wall Street said that if, that if failure is that if the failure is communications no mitigation preparations will work all bets are off and like I've said communications are so important now you know what I know not much but better than nothing if a communications grid failure would mean all bets off that absolutely points to supply chain distribution problems obviously these types of specific warnings to industry by government do not happen lightly. That such warnings are not only being issued but are ongoing and, ta and taking on a sense of urgency sh should be a critical indicator for you to prepare. We're not seeing this on the news anywhere, but people in the inside are. All we're seeing is this garbage about the elections because all that's being done by design to get our eyes fixed on the elections that have already been predetermined. Okay. Uh, make sure you have emergency food water enough medicines you need to live for a while gas up your vehicles uh, have spare fuel for your cars generators kerosene heaters if you have any and so forth if this turns into a communications failure that could mean phones cellular and even the internet could be gone you must have something some way to communicate with others have a cb or ham radio something uh don't put this off get your preps done asap Okay, so we have that, and then we have this. Um, urgent info from a vice president of logistics at a major, massive communications gear company. Hundreds of tractor-trailer loads of telephone switching gear are being picked up from warehouses nationwide on an expedited service basis and moved throughout the country. Word of a cyber attack coming, which will completely cripple the communications grid. Uh, so there, there, there's that scenario cyber attack may be causing a grid down scenario and there's so many ways this could go crazy as many of you are aware my family has a long now this is the guy writing this this is the guy that's the head of the this vice president of logistics at a major communications gear company he says as many of you are aware my family has a long history of working in the specialized trucking industry we began in the 1980s moving mainframe computer systems arch architectural drafting gear trade show exhibits and displays to moving specialized communication platforms and specific gear to this very day. We got a personal telephone call from a friend who was a vice president of logistics for a utterly massive, i.e. global manufacturer of telephone switching systems and internet switch routing systems used by major players on the internet nodes, giving us very strange and worrying news. 
the VP of Logistics told us this, quote, we are rolling semi after semi tractor trailers of inventory for for telecommunications across the country for exclusive use expedited delivery early this coming week. Now remember, this is before the elections. I've already given you a whole bunch of different scenarios that are showing us that if there was ever a time that I have ever predicted ever in all my years of ministry where things could potentially go really, really sideways, it's going to be over this election. And remember, it's right on the heels of all these satanic holidays. And also, I've heard that CERN's trying to get cranked up again, but I, I backed off on the information on certain until i get more confirmation because the the report that was published they published it in 2015 and it's the exact same report they're reporting now in 2020 i mean it's the exact so i need to have more updated information before i get into that but i've heard that scenario as well cern's trying to you know connect to whatever parallel universes and crank up its create black holes and all that other garbage and then all the other stuff I've mentioned, and then the satanic holidays, which you gotta believe are probably the occultists are trying to give for that more than anything they've ever done because they know they're on the cusp of something really huge and satanic. And then all this other information I'm giving you. So I'm saying it's it's a lot, you know, it's it's definitely a lot. <laughs> um so it's unheard of to increase such inventory shipments like this, but they have increased tenfold. Now, again, I will say this, and I said it last week, this would also be an, an, uh, a time that if you're going to get equipment that you have, that you would be using in this situation, into some type of EMP-proof container, let's say, worst-case scenario, prior to an EMP, now would be the time to do it. You know, you can just take heavy-duty, like, aluminum foil and, you know you wrap wrap if you have like communications in boxes you could wrap that aluminum foil around the boxes but you when you want to make sure there's no air gaps and that's the that's the toughest thing i'm just trying to think of ways that you could do it for the easiest way that you could do i would go up on youtube and look for ways to emp proof things as well because i'm no gigantic expert on that. i'm just saying that's one potential way to do it um Major corporations have been told by government agencies that... Oh, you you know, here's another thing you could do. (laughs) Pray that God protects all your electronic devices from an EMP. He can do that, you know. Now, you may feel compelled to do the other or do both. I mean, I'd do both, you know. Because God can still protect you and all your stuff and there's there's not there's nothing that he cannot do so that's something that i probably should have mentioned earlier about this um major corporations have been told by government agencies that some type of incident is going to take place which may completely destroy the communications grid now whether that's true or not i don't know it sounds as though there may be some cyber attack or some natural phenomenon that does great damage very soon the, there are rumors of travel lockdowns coming, which would forbid state-to-state transit. We've already talked about that in this scenario, but we were talking about it under COVID-19 and then COVID-21 scenario. But there's a lot of things that could do that that don't have anything to do with that. 
people are also using the phrase martial law. The executive told us he did not know what incident might be coming, which might result in communications outage, but he said that he's never seen entire warehouses of computer switching gear being emptied as he is now seen. This unexpected and unsolicited information comes just days after this website ran stories where, wherein businesses were being told by government to immediately prepare for a grid down situation. And that was the story I just read you. So, a lot to pray about. Going further, U.S. representative says food shortages are coming. Crops destroyed. U.K. limits food purchases with a military in the grocery stores to ensure mask compliance. Yeah, that's how bad it's got in the U.K. Military in the grocery stores to make sure you're being a good little Nazi and wearing your mask. I'm not saying you're wearing a mask makes you a Nazi. I'm just saying good little compliant you know citizen sam's club in america to start using armed guards at the entrance now to ensure mask and social distancing compliance let me go ahead and play this ladies and gentlemen from the latest attacks on food production by some evil governors who need to be removed from office promptly to the UK announcing that they will use the army to help secure grocery stores and enforce mask wearing to sitting members of US Congress warning that we are about to experience food shortages. We need to have some conversations today. Let's do that. I'm Christian and this is the Ice Age Farmer broadcast. None of the lending facilities established have targeted the needs of our agriculture industry. Now, what this is Representative Dave Scott of Georgia talking to the subcommittee in Commodity Exchanges, Energy, and Credit. I mentioned that food is coming. I mean, I can't see why people can't see this crisis. Food shortages are coming. It's almost like the farmers have been the forgotten ones. The, all the food chain is going down. You hear about the closures. The food processors are going out. Farmers are coming. These are small, most of them, but they're very important. Why can't they be qualified as small businesses? Where are they? They're getting lost in the shuffle. And if we get a food shortage, we're in, uh, well, Yes, only they're not forgotten, are they? In fact, they are explicitly targeted farmers, ranchers, as something that we need to eliminate, as described by the Rockefeller Foundation's Reset the Table plan. This document, part of the Great Reset that we're all experiencing, enjoying right now, describes the uh, intention of eliminating farming and ranching as you and I have known it, and replacing it with these synthetic lab-grown meat, insect protein, indoor farms. Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous and dystopic, but they have agents in positions of power executing on that agenda right now, one of whom is Governor Inslee in Washington, who took it to a whole new level this past week. Instead of just shutting down farming, he literally committed an act of agricultural terrorism by taking apples from the governor's mansion... <laughs> to East Washington, the actually productive areas of his state, for which he holds nothing but utter contempt, 
perhaps because they're more conservative. These apples that he brought with them to make people feel better, look at this political stunt, mask on, baskets of bioweapons in hand that he passed out. Now the Washington Agricultural um, Division is actively trying to get these apples back because they were infected with apple fly maggots that could, I mean, he took them out of a quarantine area into the most productive agricultural land in his state and risks all of the apple orchards there. So just really kind of blatant and iconic. It's, it's quite representative of the attacks that they're committing at all levels. But let's look at the legislative level. Here in California, Governor Newsom signed a pair of bills this past week, which accomplishes two things chiefly. First, it expands the testing for COVID-19 that is available to farm workers. The tests that, as you and I now know, have a 90% false positive rate, but notwithstanding that, if anyone tests positive, even if it's totally fake, now farms and other employers are being uh, required by law to disclose these fallacious test results to everyone else that works on the farm or in any workplace. Of course, this will have the effect of shutting down farms, the intended effect, I should say. We've already seen this happen, farm workers going on strike after they learned via TV reports that some of their colleagues had coronavirus. So in doing this, he's forcing more tests out there to get more false positives and then forcing the farms to tell everyone else about these false positives, which will shut down the farms. I hope that's very clear. And of course, we saw the same thing happening in Michigan, where Governor Whitmer requires now testing for farm workers, and so they're just leaving. And we read here, dozens of farm workers leaving unpicked fields and orchards behind. They're shutting down the food production. So that's what's going on. And that's why time and time again, we see that somehow, while Amazon and Walmart are just fine, Black Lives Matter rallies, not a problem, but farms, food production, right. meat plants, yep. somehow these are always the hot spots. Yep. Look at this. The country's most productive farmland, now one of the worst COVID-19 hot spots. Yakima County, the West Coast's COVID-19 hotspot. All, all lies, all of this garbage. Depends where you are. They'll just point at the farms and say, that's, that's it right there. Well, if you're in Maryland, it's those poultry plants, coronavirus hotspots. If you're in New York, it's those greenhouses, hotspot for coronavirus. Michigan, all the COVID-19 tests, uh, cases, come from the farms. You see, it doesn't really matter where you are. It's where the food is coming from, and that's where the hotspot is. And it's working. Ladies and gentlemen, farmers are feeling the effects. They need their labor right now most when it's harvest season. Sugar beets are one example here that were described. It's all about timing. You have only a few days yeah. to harvest all of those sugar beets and get them stacked. And here's another case, $100,000 of lettuce destroyed. This is in Australia where the same sort of a tale is playing out. Perth farmer had to plow through 100,000 lettuces Ugh. into the ground because he had no workers to harvest it. See, this isn't just noise that I'm making. This is actually happening, and food is actually getting destroyed right now. Yeah. We always hear... They're oh, all by design, on purpose, to create these scarcities so that they'll have more excuse to put you into lockdowns and, you know, justify the, the exploding food prices. I mean, if, if people are out of work, and they're not making any money, and then there's food shortages... How desperate are people going to be when they come when they come and offer them that universal basic income thing? Hey, you just got to give up all your assets and everything about you, and we own you lock, stock, and brown. You have to take all the COVID vaccines. 
you know, but you'll be able to eat and um, we'll give you a place to live and uh, we'll stack and pack cities in there and you'll have to work for us and do as we say blindly. But what other choice do you got? That's how they're going to that's how they're going to try to play this thing. So much food in America or wherever you'll never go hungry. That may be true. We have tons of production, but if we can't even harvest the food, we have real problems, and we'll see if they're bracing for food shortages. So this is very sad, and it goes on to say that the same thing will happen to his cauliflower, broccoli, celery, and spinach very soon as well. And so now we look to the UK, where the latest, um, you know, Bojo is out there shut, putting new lockdown procedures into place. There have been also these reports in the media about panic buying, and I mentioned this on Twitter, where I often float a lot of intel to see what kind of response we get. And what I heard in this case was, there was no panic buying going on. I heard from people in England and Scotland, there's, there's, they said this is completely made up. Um, but nonetheless, the media has continued to push this story this week. And then as a response to this fake problem, reaction solution, uh, they've rolled out again rationing. So now Morrison's has started rationing. The items they mention in this article are toilet paper. It's not food, basically. It's just bleach and toilet paper. But if you go check it out on Twitter, they actually talk about canned foods and some other um, food items that are now being rationed as well. There's also one key critical piece down here at the bottom. ASDA also said on Wednesday it is introducing 1,000 safety marshals at stores to reinforce the face masks and social distancing for shoppers. And as I mentioned, and as was covered here in the Telegraph, to help enforce these new safety measures, England will be deploying the army. It will be on hand to support the police to close down businesses that fail to force shoppers to wear their face masks. So suddenly, this gives a lot more credence to this pattern of armed guards at grocery stores and at farmers markets, this militarization of the food supply. And while we saw a lot of coverage of this in the United States back in March, when the initial food rationing and this big hubbub was going down, if you actually look into it, this has continued. August 28th, why do you have armed security guards in your store? Why are you militarizing grocery shopping? Exactly. That's what's going on. And see, this is where I see this all going, ultimately. Because you got to eat. And, you know, you can get, I mean, unless they cut off the water, you can get water out of your faucet, okay? Even though I wouldn't drink that water unless you've got the fluoride out and filtered it, you know, very, very well. But you can do that. That's that's possible. But you got to eat. And unless you've got some type of organic garden or some type of, you're raising food or whatever, you know, most likely you're going to, um, you're going to have to go to the grocery store. Okay. Unless you've got storable food or other ways. And ultimately I see where that's going, where they're going to have the military in the grocery stores. And then you're going to have to have your COVID pass. You're going to have to show you're fully vaccinated to enter. That's where this is all heading. Okay. Now, granted, that's not tomorrow, but I'm telling you right now, based on what I read you before about their plan, that's where they want to all bring this to, where you can't travel, you can't go anywhere, you're in total law, and then, you know, that that's where they would like to bring this. Uh, here's another one. Sam's Club now has armed security guards at the entrance. Western North Carolina, that's where I'm at. I, well, the, the story is to enforce masks, to enforce social distancing, 
but clearly they're establishing armed police presence at points of food distribution. My neighborhood grocery store now has an armed guard. My grocery store just got an armed guard for the first time. There goes the neighborhood. And you're supposed to avoid eye contact, only make one run through the store. It helps now that the store has an armed guard to ensure compliance oh boy with the covid 19 restrictions and i covered in a previous report that there were now police kettling people pushing them around basically at a market in australia and i got a lot of people i got a lot of heat from people who were saying christian this is nonsense the police are only there to enforce social distancing and to make sure people are wearing (laughs) masks for a total lie I cannot help you if you are still buying into the idea that this is all for your safety. If you think that, I mean, look, they're pushing people into a single concentrated blob that doesn't have anything to do with social distancing. And um, even more concerningly, the reports have continued to come out. Here is one video that came out of a, a French farmer's market where the police just came on the scene and then started shooting tear gas. This doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And so I posted it to my backup channel, Ice Age Farmer Resources, and asked the question, what is going on here? And nobody has a good answer, except this actually did happen. It's pretty concerning out there, ladies and gentlemen. We all need to be growing our own food right now uh, and uh, preparing for the food shortages that they have planned in the very near future. You can find this report and all my reports at iceagefarmer.com. Okay, so we have that. trying to cover as much as i can here next report grocery stores and food companies are reportedly preparing for what could be the coming increase in sales amid a new rise in covid 19 cases and the coming holidays according to wall street journal supermarket now here's another thing you'll know if you if you start to see in 2021 covid 21 everything that i just said read you in that one report that will be validated because how could i have known that they're gonna that they're gonna um they're going to label the new strain of COVID-19, COVID-21. Now, again, it wasn't my information. I'm just saying that's one way to kind of validate this. Now, that won't come around until 2021, but I'm just saying that would be something to kind of look for. Grocery stores and food companies are reportedly prepared for what could be a coming increase in sales amid a new COVID-19 crisis and the coming holidays. According to Wall Street Journal, supermarkets have already begun stockpiling groceries and storing them early to prepare for coming fall and winter months. Some health experts are now warning the country could possibly face another widespread outbreak of the coronavirus cases and new restrictions. The report went on to state that food companies have already begun accelerating production of their most popular items. The leaders across the industry are indicating they will not be caught unprepared in the face of such an event. And like I said, if I was you, if it were me, I would make sure you had your preps done really prior to october 31st because you know halloween that whole thing who knows i I, mean, I would get them done as quickly as possible because i don't know what's going to happen between now and that in the election and then afterward i'm just saying from a practical standpoint that's what i would do the report comes as new york cases have now i guess new york cases of what the non-existent COVID-19 topped 1,000 for the first time since early June, and new U.S. cases have reportedly crept above the pace of recent days. See, see, they're putting that out there now in a lot of different news outlets that, okay, oh, look at the cases are starting to spike again. We're getting the second wave. Therefore, what does that mean? We have to have second lockdown. We need to have mandatory mask compliance, 
mandatory it needs to get more draconian for this non-existent bunch of garbage so that's that's where we're kind of heading right at this point um then this report cash is about to vanish they claim the virus stays on banknotes for four weeks usage plunges and again i've been talking about this for a long time that they're going to use COVID 19 to get us into the whole digital currency blockchain system and that's one more agenda they're trying to implement through COVID 19 so let's go ahead and play this one here hey guys dabu seven very important video here things are changing rapidly out there and what we have now is some well-timed releases of information through the mainstream now we've got to look at this for what it is first off this is something we've warned about for years i initially dropped the beast blockchain video back in 2017 warning where this was going to go when this got on blockchain you won't be able to hide your money under your mattress in a safe you won't be able to hide it at all they will know every move so all of a sudden throughout everything we've been living through in 2020 they started to take back the coins they never made no huge announcements saying why but they said we're gonna take back the coins it's what started happening everywhere and they're not giving them back at all also your normal penny right now is worth way more than the one cent value on the market than what it's being used for not to mention silver is starting to tick up now, i don't know if he means before they went over to the like the the pennies from before were like mostly copper then they changed it to mostly like a zinc alloy which is our current pennies which weren't worth near as much so i'm not sure exactly what penny he's referring to there it's going to explode and when it does all this currency all these metals that are floating around out there across the country copper and silver they're going to be worth something and people will be cashing them in to get the value out of it well guess what your government's one step ahead of you they're just going ahead and taking it beforehand before they say anything about it this is huge and what we said when they started taking back the coin is that you wait till the fiat goes they're taking taking your coinage now and not giving it back you just wait till the fiat comes and everyone's always been talking about the death of the dollar and rightfully so trying to get a bead on what's going to happen but what we're seeing here is about to be the death of fiat do you understand this let this sink in not just the u.s dollar you're talking fiat currency globally is about to get wiped out this is well, a fiat means fake and when you print money no matter what government you are out of thin air and there's nothing backing it like gold or silver precious metals or whatever then it's fiat it's fake okay and that's what he means when he uses that phrase huge move huge and they're not saying a word about it of course not the way that they're playing this is so slick and so smooth all the lemmings out there in society aren't even asking any questions it's like boiling the frog it's happening in such slow motion that it's working to their advantage and the people don't even realize what's going on so not only is this about to happen in mass they're saying that the use case for cash is plunging and that's all they got to do is control the narrative control the head and again that's why i say use cash use cash whenever you can because if they're getting the desired effect and they see that it's plunging 
and people then they're like okay well we're ready to take cash away totally people are already doing this they're being good little lemmings they're they're doing exactly what we want them to do now we're ready to go to digital currency where you will have no privacy and they'll know everything about every every dime or whatever you spend there there'll be no more like every single transaction will be recorded so that's what they want to bring us to and say this and that and they'll push it and the lemmings will accept it so your biggest enemy is all the lemmings around you accepting what the totalitarians yep, exactly are enforcing on us all you realize that don't you this is why we fought this fight all these years to wake as many people up as possible because that's where it's at the power is in your numbers power is in the people and the politics that they address so a heads up here for what's happening in slow motion right now and i would prepare i would hedge your bets and i would get ready for a huge transition it would be the biggest of our lifetimes and the removal of this fiat like i said is going to be global make sure to join me over on d live monday wednesday and friday okay so we have that uh next report bankers alert bankers uh imminent plot okay and this ties into this this is Yana Benoon and Deborah Tavares. I'm just going to play, mm, let's see, um, about 13, well, almost 14 minutes of this, okay? And this will give us another aspect of what to expect here in the very near future. Can you close the Steve? Good evening. You're listening to Israeli News Live, Yana Benun, and I have in studio with me Deborah Tavares, and I missed Deborah. It was, it's been some time since we did show together, but Deborah has some very interesting information today, and this is going to be a very short uh, interview, but she wants to alert all of you to something extremely important. So, uh, welcome, Deborah. Yana, thank you so much. Um, now, sorry, this is really bad audio, if you ask me, on Deborah's part. I guess she's doing this over some type of phone connection. So, I apologize, but the information is important enough. Uh, I think that you need to know it. So, this is vital because this is an emergency alert. It's what the banker's imminent plot is about. And I'll request, after I discuss this, that everybody verify this with your own bank. And let's get into this. First, I want to say what it says in the NASA war document that I've had on my website for many years. I am reading from page 83 right now. And it talks about how the civilian population in the continental United States will be attacked with internet warfare and it says national banking systems now remember this also ties into the whole grid down thing coming what i just read about potential cyber attack it just seems like all this stuff is coalescing all of these are from kind of like different sources this stuff is coming in and they're saying different stuff but it's in the end it's going to kind of have the same potential effect on things computers they will attack the buildings power, software, hardware. There will be interruptions in national and international payments, and the systems will be irrecoverable. That's on page 83. Wow. So why am I reading that to you? 
well, I need you to understand what is in your bank statement. I just came across this in my bank statement the other day, and that's why I recommend that whether you get utility statements, bank statements, anytime there is an insert in your Rothschild mailers, you must read them. So this is in my bank, and I won't name the bank because I know that this is this is every bank because the international bankers control all banks. And this is an addendum to the deposit account disclosures that we all have signed. And it is also involving the safety deposit box rental agreements, terms, and conditions. And they're telling us that this was effective December 1st of 2020. Well, right in the second line, it says effective December 1st, 2019. So what this looks like to me is it's retroactive. So what am I concerned about and why should you be concerned? Because here's what it says. One of the changes are, when I came across this word, I didn't know what it meant. It's called force majeure, M-A-J-E-U-R-E. Now I'm going to read what it says in my bank statement, and then I'm going to go over the definition of force majeure and why you all need to know about the inside job that's being cooked up right now. So it says in my bank statement, quote, force majeure, new section was added to read, quote, and, I, and I'm going to, it says you agree, that means the customer, the bank customer agrees that we, the bank, will not be liable for any loss, expense, failure to perform, or delay resulting from any act or event beyond the bank's reasonable control that prevents the bank from performing the bank's obligations under the customer's agreement with the bank, such as acts of nature. Now let's talk about that for a moment, acts of nature. Nature has been taken over by weather weapon technologies. So I'm gonna just continue to read without adding anything at this point. Such as acts of nature, military actions, strikes or labor disputes, embargoes, government orders, civil unrest, terrorist attack, failure of communication or electrical systems, power outages, outbreaks, epidemics, pandemics, and any other cause not within our reasonable control. It also talks about uh, sanctions laws, and they've included to mean economic or restrictive measures enacted, administered, or enforced by the United States of America, the United Nations Security Council, the European Union, and the French Republic or other relevant sanctions authorities, collectively sanctions authority. Now, did you know that all of these various authorities were involved in your banking? Well, they are. I didn't know this either. Then another portion of this change that is now occurring also talks about arbitration. This is very disconcerting as well. It talks about the change to prior arbitration disputes. And it says this, agreement to arbitrate disputes. 
Section was modified, so it now reads, quote, except as this arbitration provision otherwise provides, if you have a dispute with the bank and you are not able to resolve the dispute informally, you, the, co the bank customer, and the bank agree that upon demand by either the customer or the bank, the dispute will be resolved through the binding arbitration process set forth in this arbitration provision. Now, it's most important to understand that the court system is corrupt and it will not stand in our defense. So if you think you can discuss weather weapons being the cause of natural events, you're sadly mistaken. They're setting us up to take everything away. So let's talk about what force majeure definitions are. It doesn't that confirm what I read you about like the, the last phases of what Trudeau's planning? They're saying that's going to be implemented everywhere where they're going to come to you and say, well, there's universal basic income. We'll pay off all your bills and we'll kind of satanically take care of you. But you've got to give up all your assets. You've got to give up everything you own. That's part of it. And then also take the COVID vaccines. See, a lot of different people are saying a lot of different things that we're moving in some type of satanic direction in that regard. And this is just one more confirmation of that. You can type this in for yourselves as I did. And I'm going to go over that and right here, now. I should say this too. Honestly, I didn't even realize I had this much cross-confirmation within the audio clips and the things I was going to be reading you today. Because I'm, I'm trying to get through so much news now. I forget what I even listen to. But what I'll do is I'll say, no, no, this is important. I need to play this, you know, eight and a half minutes of this particular clip. And a lot of times I'll kind of put it in the back burner, don't really even remember it. And now we're getting a lot of cross-confirmation today from different sources, kind of all pointing in the same direction. Okay, so force measure refers to a clause that is included in contracts to remove liability for natural and unavoidable catastrophes that interrupt the expected course of events and prevent participants from fulfilling obligations. Uh, key takeaways. Force majeure is a clause that is included in contracts, again, to remove liability for natural and unavoidable catastrophes. It also encompasses human actions, such as armed conflict. It also, there are questions about what it is and is not foreseeable. In the legal sense, have been raised given the increased awareness of pandemics, asteroids, supervolcanoes, cyber threats, and nuclear warfare. French law applies three tests for whatever and whether a force majeure defense is applicable. The event must be unforeseeable, external, and irresistible. Understanding force majeure, majeure. Force majeure, again, is a French term that literally means greater force. It is related to the concept of an act of God, an event for which no party can be held accountable, such as a hurricane or tornado. Now, let's be very clear. All of these acts of God 
that they are being held liable for are created through technology. So this is me talking. Right. Well, so again, are, I wouldn't go that. You can't say if they didn't have all the weather warfare, we wouldn't know what a tornado is or a hurricane or anything. That's not true either. Okay. But they have the ability to make all that go away with weather technology. And they also have ability to create it. They're, they're doing everything they can do to create a whole lot of it. And whenever there are things like uh, hurricanes in particular, they're doing everything they can do to increase their strength and to guide them and to steer them. Okay, and they have that ability to totally make it all go away, but they will not use that. Easeling out of your of any obligation they have for your funds or your agreement with them by stating acts of God. So continuing, force majeure also encompasses human actions, however, such as armed conflict. Generally speaking, for events to constitute force majeure, they must be, again, unforeseeable, external to the parties of the contract and unavoidable. These concepts are defined and applied differently depending on the jurisdiction. Force majeure is a contract clause that removes liability. It removes liability for all the weapon systems that are being used on us. So this would include getting access to your safe deposit boxes, <laughs> to the money oh, yeah. in your accounts. And it goes on in this definition of force majeure to say, as time goes on, the world is becoming aware of natural threats we were previously ignorant of, such as solar flares, asteroids, pandemics, and supervolcanoes. We are also developing new human threats, such as cyber, nuclear, and biological warfare capabilities. These have raised questions about what is and is not foreseeable in the legal sense. We're also becoming increasingly aware of human agency in events that have generally been considered external or acts of God, such as climatic, we're talking about climate change, and seismic events. Ongoing litigation is exploring questions of whether drilling and construction projects contributed to the very natural disasters that rendered them unworkable. Uh, short, the concepts that underpin force majeure are shifting. So they can redefine force majeure in your co contractual agreement when they can prove or feel that they can prove that these are unavoidable catastrophes. In other words, of greater unforeseeable um, damages to all of us. Debra, I, I see it as a legal theft. They're, they're going to basically steal all of our money, resources, and everything from the citizens. And they're making excuses. Oh, it's just natural events, like you said, like the you know the document says. Now, to, for for people to understand, this was an insert that came in your um, statement, bank statement. This came in my checking bank statement a few days ago. So they're, they're basically covering themselves that they're not going to give you the money right. that you have in a bank right. in, in the case of all of these things you have read, read to us. And these things, all of them... Are I've been warning a long time that anything that you have in paper 
when all this stuff starts to go down and all these things start to pop off, it's as you might as well kiss it all goodbye. Because if you can't get your hands on it right now, don't expect, you know, any kind of financial institution or governmental institution to honor anything in the future because they'll have every excuse in the world just like this force majeure thing that they're talking about now basically what they are doing themselves absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely this would include safety deposit and rental agreements for those safe deposit boxes as well so I, what I am suggesting that everyone does is check with your bank. Find out if you have a force majeure in, in the contractual agreement that they have with you that you may not know. Again, force majeure, M-A-J-E-U-R-E. -E. Find out for yourself. I now know that this is in all the banks statewide, nationwide, that, that this bank is. So it's a major bank, and it, it says that this is all states. It includes business accounts. So I, this is an emergency alert because we're heading into a great reset now where monetary is meeting with digital. Right. And this would be a, a way in which they would create and level out the playing field. The, the reset, really, too, this great reset is really bringing us from the old world order into the new world order. As they say, from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius, where you shall be as gods. If you go along with whatever they're saying, they say that, you know, it's the same old lie that the serpent told Eve in the Garden of Eden, you should be as gods if you do what we tell you to do. Well, you're not going to be fully human anymore if you take all the vaccines, especially and uh, get on board with Satan and then take the mark of the beast with all the nanotechnology and all the rewriting of the DNA that's going to be going on with that. You may think you're God, but you're not going to be. What the goal is, is to eliminate any definition between haves and have-nots. This has been foretold for many, many decades, decades, decades in all the documents that I've come across that talk about equalizing uh, the haves and have-nots, right. and this is the plan. This is this is a plan. This is this is in the NASA war document, as well as many other documents, the Wildlands interface documents that I've discussed over the years. And this is an urgent uh, an urgent piece of information because I know most people do not read their inserts in their statements. Uh, Yana, I think. Okay, so uh well, actually this goes on for quite a bit longer but that's the that's the really important pertinent part that i wanted you to um i wanted you to hear now i'm going to kind of switch gears again so going to go to part three here and um we'll see you in part three